and welcome to Robots Lives. Rob's back. Welcome to Robots for Eyes, episode 12. Woo! We're here. He's back. Welcome, everybody. Uh, thanks for the download. It's been a good week this week. It has. Um, contact details, Rob. Yeah, robotsforeyes at gmail.com for the uh, email. And also, you can, as always, contact us through our Facebook page, uh, which is at Robots for Eyes Podcast. Ooh, lovely jubbly. Get involved. Any shout-outs, Rob? Um, Collins, usual. Uh, Bobby, Dav- Bobby Davis, uh, Adam Davis... Um, then you know the three usual ones so far. Yeah. Maria, I suppose we've got to. Otherwise, she's going to moan probably. We'll get a bollocking if we don't mention her. Yeah. Stickers, free stickers are available. Thanks to my girlfriend Hannah for the logo design and general help with computery because I don't know what I'm doing. And <laughs> if it wasn't, <laughs> if it wasn't for her uh, helping me out, these episodes would t- probably take about a week to. Uh, to um, get online, she's uh, she's helped us out loads. Um, so uh, if you want to check her out, just I don't know, I don't even. She hasn't got any contact details. I don't know why you're saying check her out. She's my girlfriend. Don't check her out. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh, thank you, Hannah. Anyway, for covering last week as well. Um, you know, busy, busy working. So so it all has to be done, doesn't it? All has to be done. It certainly does. Uh, we had a um, uh, a post liked uh, by um, crack cushions during the week. Um, and Crack Cushions are a uh, phenomenal, phenomenal shop, phenomenal uh, yeah. enterprise. From, from what I've looked at, it's uh, it's kind of like a, a nice little dig at people. It's uh, a bit of bit of fun. It's uh, it's great, isn't it? It's great stuff. It's um, they are absolutely brilliant. If you are, if you want to check them out, check this out. Oh yeah, Crack Cushions. Crack Cushions, ladies and gentlemen, Kim Jong Un. Un, the fragrance, the only fragrance. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah, man. Crack cushions. <laughs> Crack cushions, yeah. <laughs> right, we're going to... Um, I think it'd be rude not to talk about some of the stuff that's been going on this week. Yeah, it's been a bit of a hectic week, isn't it, really, for um, the world? For everything in general, really. First thing is United Airlines. Yeah, well, you know, they've they've been pulling off people for no reason. Oh, mind the pun. <laughs> <laughs> they've been, um, obviously, because they were overbooked, they just randomly pick people apparently and that's apparently that's what they do it's protocol apparently well, if, if they do overbook and no one wants to come off apparently what they they are allowed to do is randomly pick people and they pick this fella and this fella is obviously um he, he doesn't understand what's going on by the sound of it and he's been literally beaten and dragged off this plane well that's the thing they they, they asked for volunteers because it was overbooked and they hadn't got um uh seats available for their cabin crew so what they did is um, ask for volunteers, and this this fella wasn't a volunteer. A volunteer is somebody that volunteers. Yeah. If you don't get a volunteer, you've got to incentivize it differently to get people to get off the plane, and they didn't. So it sounds like a bunch of thugs come on and punch this geezer's teeth out and broke his nose. Yeah. What, what they what they usually do is they offer offer it out to people um, a deal. So they'll go like, what we'll do is we'll, we'll hook you up for the night. 
we'll book you a flight in tomorrow. Um, it'll be either business class and we'll give you a couple hundred quid as well. Like, as like a, a voucher. That's what they tend to do. Um, God knows if they've done that, but if they have, and no one's took it because obviously well, they need to be somewhere. So they, that's why they haven't took it. And they've have to randomly pick people. And they picked this fella, which is fine, I suppose, but they could have done it in a lot better way than they did because it's, it's well, it's worldwide now what, what's happened. And they've, and they've really, really, really hurt their, their, uh, their company. I mean, what really, what I found was almost gobsmacking and unbelievable was the CEO of, CEO of the airline. Um, instead of, you know, backing down and saying they were wrong, he, um, he, he doubled down and yeah. said that he sticks by the, the security personnel that did what they need to do and they followed protocol. If that was protocol, Jesus Christ, that's not correct. If you're asking for people to get off a plane and no one volunteers, your offer for the volunteers is not good enough. You need to increase your offer because the plane ain't going to get off the ground. It's going to cost them a lot more money than a 1,000 quid per person to vo get volunteers. So well, why they did that, it's just ridiculous. The reason why they overbook flights is because a lot of people sometimes don't get on flights. They can have like five or six people not turn up, right? Um, which means they're earning more money because the, the people who have overbooked who can't make it, the other people take the seats. So yeah. that's why they offer um, usually a, a good, a decent amount of money and obviously a hotel and somewhere to stay because there's still earned money on it. Yeah. So, you know, it's but it's, it's the, they did follow protocol, protocol until they started beating up this geezer, basically dragging him off the well, plane. It, it, undue force. They yeah. punched his teeth out. He's got to have reconstructive surgery. That's what they were saying. That's ridiculous. Did That's you, more than a pub did, brawl. Did you see the footage of him when he... Because he came back on, didn't they? And he was going, they're going to kill me, they're going to kill me. They kept just saying that. And you're thinking, what, what are they doing? You know what I mean? What are they doing? What are they doing? So there's no need for this. No, there is absolutely no need. It, um, was, it was shocking to see. I mean, it really was shocking. He was screaming. He was uh, scared. You know, he, he got whacked around. He was concussed. Uh, and he's not... I mean, how old was he? 50-odd? 60? Yeah, Go apparently he was a doctor. I don't know how true that he's was. He's not a young fella. I mean, if you give a 20-year-old a, a lever in who's in the prime of his life at that age, he's not going to recover quickly. Put it this way, his wallet's going to be bigger. Long cash, yo! Uh, yeah, definitely. It's going to be massive, isn't it? United Airlines are going to throw so much cash at him so he doesn't go to court. Yeah, yeah. Well, they will, of course. Of course, they want an out-of-court uh, out settlement, won't they? Lucky um, bastard, man. Imagine yeah. getting a beating like that. I'll be every yes. bunch. Every, yeah, each tough. I'm going, that's 50 grand at least. <laughs> 50 million, probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was, uh, that was one crazy event which was unprecedented. And then... And then we had the um, entourage of Trump... Uh, Bombing Syria, um, the airstrip to well, start we're, with. We're not, we're, we're not going to try and not go political no. in this. We're just going to discuss what had happened. Yeah, basically, he he bombed an airstrip which was accused of, from the Syrian government of bombing um, their own people with gases. So he basically bombed the airstrip which they were all at, and apparently he told everyone that he was going to do it. Um, if and that's the case, that's I would I'd say, say that's that fair. If that's the case, but we don't know, do we? We don't know what the the real, you know, incentive or because they're still saying that there's no actual evidence it's them. So, but well, the problem but is, what do we know? We're just normal people. Well, that's it. I mean, what do what do, what do they know? What do we know? I yeah. mean, I don't think anybody's got the the, the full picture in this. It's yeah. um, it, but it's it's like he if if they we obviously there are chemical weapons were apparently used previously under the Obama administration and um, nothing was done and they were dragged over the coals for it. Yeah. Uh, but if Trump hadn't done anything, it would have been the same. He was damned if he did, damned if he don't. I, yeah. I can appreciate that. But when you're seeing 
pictures of kids, yeah, like um, who have been essentially chemically. Uh, there's a yapping dog. Sorry about this, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. I don't know where that's coming from. But if you're if you're seeing newsreel footage of kids that are apparently have been gassed, then you you can't you can't ignore it. No, you can't. But the thing is, though, where 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 do you stop? As um, as I mean, what I mean is, if there's something called a chemical weapon, right, and it's hurting people. But normal bombs are blowing people up and all. And I, I know it's it's yeah, it's the same thing Chemical really. Reaction. It's just a different different way of doing it. You know what I mean? One's um, will just make them literally obliterate into pieces. The other one makes them die up slow. That, I'm guessing that's the only reason why it's bad to them. Well, but yet they can go and drop a megaton bomb, which is like fucking. A mile wide, yeah. We onto go from some, yeah. One bomb to another. And then we Trump. go straight to, straight to Afghanistan, yeah. Where it's also when when you see the footage, looks like it's literally in the middle of nowhere. No, apparently no civilians were killed. We what, don't what, know how the Afghan bomb. Yeah, yeah. The mother of all bombs. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I just sort of carried on with a different no, I know story. Where you're at. I know where you're at. And then, um, and and they said forty eight, but they reckon double now. They were saying, but I don't know. You don't know how true that is of, of the people who are dead, do you? What makes what makes me suspicious of that? Uh, well, not suspicious. The timing of that largest non thermonuclear bomb that has been dropped in wartime, I think, by America, um, is what I mean. What we are now, we're on Saturday. Um, it, you know, there's impending Armageddon apparently over yeah, in yeah. Korea. I dro- dropping that bomb, which cost. I mean, the, the the figures I found were ranging, they were massively different from like $20 million to $100 million for that bomb. And they yeah. killed, I don't know, what, 50 to maybe 100 ISIS, apparently ISIS troops who were in a cave system in Afghanistan, which aren't really going to do anything to us. I suspect, my hunch is, that bomb being dropped on them uh, uh, was was a massive show of force, and it was a way of of America showing that they're not fucking about, and they're looking Kim, little Kim, yeah. in the eyes, and saying, "Listen, son, if you trust, you, you test that nuke, we will deal with you." Yeah, yeah. It's, it's did you know they said that? Um, I'm not sure if I'm right with this figure, but they said um, that bomb uh, had 30 uh, tons of explosive. When it, power in yeah. it, as yeah, in like yeah. that's, that's the weight of it. Well, it, there was a um, a blast radius diagram that I saw on the internet, uh, which showed um, if it would, if it hit uh, uh, basically lower Manhattan, almost where the financial district is, how much damage it would have caused. And it, it's it's like a, a fucking two mile blast or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How they can be sure that nobody, no innocent people, have been killed in that is um, yeah. I know that's that's one thing I'm not hundred percent sure about because. I know it, when you see when you see the footage of them dropping the bomb, it is literally in the middle of nowhere. But if there's bloody insurgents there, or insurgents, whatever they're called, well, right? not as well. We are bad bastards. Yeah, yeah. Um, then why wouldn't there be any random people walking around there? Yeah. You know what I mean? They um, might have their families with them. They might, have, they might have a little farm there. You don't know, do you? And exactly. just fucking obliterated everything. So we move from there, then promptly to out King to Kim uh, Jong Un, lovely man. To uh, yeah, the the prospect of um, of 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 a nuclear. Well, I don't the, think the it's going to get that far. The little but kid that everyone wants to ignore. Yeah, the fat little spoiled brat who seems to be he's going to get slapped in the middle. He's going to get slapped into the middle next week. So yeah. he's 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 been trying to flex his muscles to not scare people, but I, I don't know what he, what he's trying to do. He's trying. I suppose he is trying to scare people, but he must know what the rest of the world's like. He it, he, do, he, 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 must, he he must know that he his arms is like like. 
like, nothing. Like one bullet in the, in the main main scheme of everything. It's like one bullet. Well, you he, know what I mean? he does know this because he 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 was educated in um in Switzerland in Europe. So he's he's you know he he's worldly. He he's been to other countries. Yeah. He knows, so he knows that, yeah. how much military power he's got compared to other people. But what he has got, he's got a load of individuals. He's got I don't know if it's the biggest standing army, but it's it's up there. He's got a load of just fucking millions of soldiers that are, will, will die yeah. for him. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but that's because of the way he's put it into a minute. There's one thing I was hearing that, uh, well, he's got loads of bloody fucking weird stories, is not he? Like, oh, like this yeah, geezer's yeah, yeah. the limp, well, who's was his old man, wasn't it? He, was, he, he could swim faster than anyone else. He, he played his first 18 holes and got 11 holes in one. Uh, well, apparently, apparently he can read your mind, so don't think bad about him. Yeah, you think bad about you think bad about him, he execute you. Um, and I just think it's just an excuse to execute people, to oh. be honest. And just so they go, look, they're dead, because he gets the family to watch. You know, he gets well, the family to watch. And he, he, I was watching a thing, funny enough, earlier on today, um, not researching for this, just looking at all this explosion shit, right? And um, basically, what. What what there was one girl who escaped and King 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 Jong Il the father his old man yeah used to kill um used to kill the people trying to escape right yeah now King Jong Un this is I didn't think he could be more of a cunt than his old man right he kills the family the generation so he'll kill the just the, wipe them off he'll, the he'll kill the granddad the um the, the the grandma granddad grandma um the the mom the dad. The daughter, the daughter, any of it, all in one go. He, he's uh, he's brutal. All he kill, in one go. He yeah. kills. He kills everyone. He kills any. He's, in his five years of being in power, he's killed three. He's executed three hundred and forty people for crimes including treachery, drinking, and slouching. <laughs> he's killed people for slouching. He's killed, killed three hundred and forty people, and some of them he killed for slouching. Uh, I think. I think. He, I don't know if he's living in his own dream world now, because he, know, like you say, he must. If he knows the rest of the world, he must. He must know that 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 we're talking about him, and he must know that he's weak, really, in the grand scheme of everything. He knows he's he weak, is, but he's got power over his people who think he's a god. Yeah, but but surely you got power over your people, right? But then you you're showing the rest of the world that you're a cunt, right? And and you're weak to them, and he, they know that he's weak, and he knows he's weak to them. But yeah, he's trying to trying to give it all this big for well, some reason. Well, I think once you get a once you have a uh, a nuclear w- a weapon, even though I mean it's not, it hasn't got the delivery system. But, but you know, it doesn't sound like he's got a delivery system uh, sorted. So he's got the bomb, but he yeah. hasn't stuck it on the rocket yet. Um, that that makes him look like a big boy on the block because he has to be taken seriously because he can eradicate millions of people, especially in South Korea. Yeah, yeah. And within within you know. A, a press of a button and they're gone. The minute he puts or can put a warhead on a missile, I think they, the, the, if it hasn't been dealt with, he will be dealt with then. Because I think so, because oh, just so South Korea could do the same to them. But yeah. the thing is that they're normal. They're actually normal people. And we don't want to do that. We're not, we know, we know this kid is an arsehole, but that's not how we roll. You well, know what I mean? The... We, we, we want to sort things out. That's what they want to do. But this little kid just does, he wants it his way. Basically, mm. well, what that's re- how I see it. What's really concerning about it is, um, is, is basically, if um, I mean, he's he's 
if he thinks he's going to go down, he's going to take every fucker with him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He, I mean, he really will. They're That's, saying that. I, I, th- I was thinking about that with his old man, but thank God he died from a heart attack. Well, so it wasn't it wasn't like, it, oh, you're going to die in a month's time. Well, what, what's, well, he what, just died. What they were saying on the on the news before, I, before we, we started recording this, um, basically they were saying that it's, it's sort of like... Um, Kim versus Trump, and no one wants to look weak and back down at this one. So if this goes to the wire... like It will. I think it it, will. Like they say it will. The worrying thing is, A, there's a lot of people in there... I mean, if you're in North Korea listening to this, get the fuck out, but I doubt you are because you can't even open a calculator, let alone a computer. But the problem is, if there is a preemptive strike from the Americans on, on Kim, if he tries to test, he has said he will unleash hell and... South Korea is within easy range for him. Oh, yes. Yeah, like in Seoul, over, yeah, it's 10 there. million people, and he will unload a military battery onto them. It could, it could really, really, really escalate and get really grotty for a lot of innocent people. And all it is is he's, some world leaders are having a, of like a, a big dick off. That's what it seems yeah, like. Yeah. Calm down, <laughs> yeah, sit yeah. down and talk about it, it. It is a big dick off, isn't it? It is. It, well, it looks like it. Yeah. And there's a lot of innocent people involved in this, and it's really... It's, it, it, I don't like it. It's no, I don't like it. I don't like like it the way that that Kim probably knows, but yet he's just carrying on. So uh, you know, the, and some of the stuff he's done as well. And you're thinking, this geezer's he he he's he's like a bloody Ted Bundy or something. He's just nuts. He, he's nuts. Yeah, yeah. That's well, it is. It, it has. Uh, does he? Did he ever? Did reality disappear from him? Did it? Did did everything? Could he see everything right and go? Okay, yeah, these people are bigger and all this. And then he's had all these people bow down to him for what, four or five years, or however long he's been in charge from now. And, and it's kind of just gone out of his head, and now he does think he's like a god. Because that's how they run their country. They run their country as them as gods. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, hopefully... Um, I mean, he's got to live in fear. I mean, Kim's, He's got to, isn't he? And I don't mean fear from uh, like you know a foreign force. If he, I would be surprised if he's terrified of being taken out by somebody within his own military, which hopefully but, uh, will happen. Yeah, I was watching a video earlier on when they're obviously showing off the flexing, you know, the weapons and stuff. And there was loads of guards who's walking between all the guards. They're all lined up. And they all had AKs. So I was thinking, wouldn't it be great if one of them just popped him, just blast him? Yeah. Just, but the problem is they're probably not loaded or anything, so he, you've got no chance. You know mm. what I mean? No, it's um, it's a tricky situation. It's a bit of brinksmanship. Um, there's a lot of talking and there's a lot of posturing, but at the end of the day, there's nuclear missiles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, it's 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 a sh- shady, shady. It's just simply shady. It's a Happy Easter, everyone. Yeah, happy Easter. We might be onto a nuclear oblivion. So we might be dead before this even gets out. I think we'll be all right. I think it's everyone over in that Asia area, to be honest, who are in, in trouble. Just never shit themselves. You would be, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. You got all even this... China was saying, you know, just you, you both, you both being knobheads here. Just stop it, basically. That's Calm what down, China kids. said. Yeah, that's what they said. So, but well, we'll see, won't we? It's, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll see. It could, could be happening while we're talking now yeah, because it's. it's it's, you know, well, they're, I think they're five and a half hours ahead and they've got their own time zone, haven't they? Hmm. So what's the time now? So it's going to be oh, coming have, at nine or ten, did, yeah? They have got... North it's Korea one of the stupid, act- yeah, stupid fucking things they've done. They've they actually got their own time zone. Yeah. And and didn't... I'm not sure if I mentioned this before. Didn't they... Um, North Korea, in case... I mean, there's a lot of people around in the world in different countries listening to this, but I'm not sure if you're all aware that North Korea were the, were the first country to uh, send a man to the sun... 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they, uh, they went at night, so it was a bit colder and not as bright, and they actually brought back a sunspot. Yeah, well, uh, that's very believable. Because, you know, like, <laughs> you know that the, the population of, of, of North Korea are... Um, are buying this? Do, they, do you think they actually believe it, or do you think they're just? just saying I don't know. It? I, was, I was thinking this earlier on. Because I, he will execute if you don't cry yeah, hard exactly. enough. Exactly. I, I was thinking about the military people earlier on. I was thinking he's obviously got a strategic team, right? But he is the one who's in control of it. I think sometimes he might be thinking, well, if we just do this and do that, this this is a random person who's in part of his team. If we do that and do this and do that, we're we're going to get ahead and we're going to do this, you know, for him. But yet he'll come along and say something else. But you can't say anything. You can't go, sorry, sir, can, I think it would be better if we do it this way. Because yeah. he'll end up being killed. Mm. So I wonder sometimes if they're literally, like you said, sitting there going, I know this can be done better. But I can't say anything because he'll kill me. Or me this geezer's an absolute cunt. But I, if I say that, I'm going to get killed. Well, you know what I mean? It looks like a lot of dictators, when you, when you look at them, whether it be Gaddafi, Saddam, you know, and various other ones, even Hitler, they all come to a sticky end eventually. The yeah, issue yeah. with this one is he's got the big, he's got the big bombs. The, be- the best, the best outcome for for everyone is either he just randomly drops down dead, out Eats of the too blue. much cheese and dies. Yeah, which is possible with his gouty feet. Um, or gets assassinated or something. That's the that's the one I'm yeah. fingers crossed. Yeah, because. At least he hasn't got a chance to go. Do you know what? I'm about to go. Press the button or shoot the missiles. You know mm. what I mean? Because he will. That's what. That's what he'll do. Yes. If he knows he's about to die, if he's backed into a corner, and there's Americans pointing guns at his head, he's going to just go right. Fuck press it. him. Yeah. Take Don't care where it goes. Just shoot him. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's not a good situation. But being as it's Easter, uh, and uh, I think it was this weekend, a couple of thousand years ago, a little little man called Jesus came back from the dead. So this episode, we're going to. Um, I mean, Easter's a celebration of life, and obviously we're not religious, so we're going to do a celebration of death. Yeah. <laughs> Namingly, we're going to do some ghost stories. Ooh. I don't know if you believe in ghosts or not, but like like we've said before, we're open-minded to a lot of stuff because we talk about fucking mental stuff all the time. Yeah. And if we're talking about fucking aliens and dimensional portals in the sky, we can't not talk about ghosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of like rule one, isn't it, really? Yeah. But I... I I should have spoke to uh, some people I know, Alex and Dom. If you're li- if you're listening, I think uh, what either one of you does, um, contact me or Rob through Gmail or on the Facebook page uh, about your creepy house because I know we stayed over when we were young, and I mean I'll, we'll talk about it in a bit. But I saw uh, me and my sister saw some crazy stuff in your house once. Well, I say crazy stuff. We saw some, something we couldn't understand. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. And, and I know that they have as well. So yeah. if you're listening, hit us up. But um, yeah, we're going to go into some ghost stories now. Right. Okie dokie. So chime in if you want, mate. Yeah. Okay, this one, uh, I'll just crack straight into it. It's about a bloke called Lieutenant Frank Mara. He's now retired. Uh, and he was one of the police officers tasked with sifting through the rubble of the World Trade Centers in September 2001. Uh, and it was only in 2013, whilst conducting interviews for a 9-11-related book called Hallowed Ground, that he recounted uh, encountering something strange during his long hours of work at the site. But one of the detectives, who was also being interviewed, mentioned hearing about uh, a bizarre tale of an uh, old Red Cross worker that appeared to some of the officers whilst they were working. The woman tried to serve them coffee and sandwiches, 
Upon hearing this, the detective, uh, Frank Mark, recounted seeing a woman himself. He saw her dressed in a Red Cross uniform, appearing several times whilst he walked. Yeah. But he could never get a decent look at her. But he also said... Well, he's busy, you know, he's got a fucking lot to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, couldn't, he couldn't... When he tried to identify who, who she was, he couldn't. Uh, she'd always disappear whenever he strained to look yeah. at her. Right. Um, Several police officers were also stationed at the site after the attacks, claimed to have seen large shadows and black masses moving amongst the remains and debris of the destroyed towers. After seeing a medium about his experience and hearing that he may have witnessed a soul collector guiding spirits to a the soul hero. collector, yeah, apparently, yeah. I've never what's well, obviously, it is what it says, but well, I've never heard of that. Well, a soul collector. Well, no. Well, what, I, mean, I mean, essentially, what. What a lot of some reports are coming in. I mean, I don't know if if there's anybody listening to this that was was uh, d- you know doing that awful work over there at the time, but it, I've heard a few accounts of people seeing black masses or uh, sort of things that they couldn't really focus on yeah. moving in and out of the wreckage. And oh, right. I don't know what I don't really know what that's about. Um, I don't want to call it bollocks because you, I wasn't there. I don't know, but could it have been shadows? Yeah, well, it could have been. Yeah, fatigue. Yeah, you could, well, yeah, it's just fatigue. But also, you could, you know, you're panicking because of I, I don't know how recent how quick after that it would have been, but still, it would have been horrific being there every day. Anyway, doing what they were doing, you know what I mean? It's well, yeah, but they had to do it. You know what I mean? Well, so, seeing mangled up bodies is worse all day, than, every day. It would would have been worse than worse than seeing a black mass moving amongst yeah. us. So, I mean, yeah. Heightened state of emotions, fatigue, yeah, it stress. Could, be. could uh, be your brain playing games with you, or it could be ha- actually happening. And, it, know, and it'd be it, quite, it'd be quite uh, reassuring if that was actually the case that there was a something or whatever it was helping helping what, people yeah. to the next plane of existence. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it would be nice, wouldn't it? If, um, it's not all for nothing. So I'm, I'm not a religious person, but it would be nice if there was somewhere nice for everyone to go to after. But yeah, I just can't see it, but maybe, on. maybe, maybe <laughs> not. Okay, okay another, another story now. Uh, 2015, this one. Um, it's quite a sad one, actually. A uh, 25-year-old called Jennifer Grosenbeck was driving home with her 18-month-old toddler, Lily, when a car hit a cement barrier and crashed upside down in a river. Uh, a, fish, a fisherman spotted the wreck in the water 14 hours after the crash and immediately alerted the police. So, they, so he's been upside down in water for yeah. 14 okay. hours with a kid in the back. Um, there's pictures online as well, if you Google. Where, where was this? Uh, does it say? It's, it's, in Amer- it's in America. It does say, but I, to be honest, I didn't write it down. Yeah. I, I just didn't bother. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really think it was yeah. important, but now it is because you've asked me a question. <laughs> and I look like a tit. No. But, um, well, you always look like a tit to me. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, so there's pictures. Well, you can Google it. Pictures are, you know, it's a, mass, a nasty wreck. Um, but Officer Tyler uh, Beddows was one of the first to arrive on the scene. He spotted an arm hanging through the window of the submerged car. Uh, it was upside down and submerged midway in water up the window. So you could imagine if you were sitting on the driver's seat upside down, you, you know, to, from your, yeah, yeah. just below your shoulders to your he- top of your head would, be, water. would, yeah, be, would be underwater. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we could see this arm submerged uh, and hanging out the window. And he and three other colleagues immediately jumped into the water to see if they could find any survivors. Now, at this point, all four men heard a woman's voice calling out to them for help. 
Um, feeling extremely motivated after hearing the voice and the chance to save a life, the yeah. men pushed forwards and got themselves over to the car, only to find that Jennifer Grosenbeck was dead and had been dead since impact. So yeah. She'd been there for 14 yeah, yeah. hours. Lily, the girl, the toddler, was hanging upside down in her chair, fortunately out of reach of the freezing water. The officers initially didn't see her and they righted the car. So they dragged the car yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. They didn't know that she was in there. Um, as soon as they righted the car, they saw that the, there was a little girl in the back and, me, and immediately got her out of the vehicle. She was unconscious, but her eyelids were fluttering, giving hope that she may make it out alive. She did survive. Wow. She did, yeah, after 14 hours. I mean, she wasn't in a good way, but she's okay now. Um, they got her to the hospital. She's fine. The police officers don't know where the voice came from. They all heard it and credit the voice with motivating them to get to the water faster. Yeah, you would do, wouldn't you? If, if you turned up 14 hours later and the car was on and the hands were out, You'd want to get it out, obviously, but you you wouldn't be first. You'd be like, they're, they're going to be dead, aren't they? Exactly. But then when you hear something, you would be going, come on, come on, we can go get this out, yeah? Well, they they, they, they all say that what they heard, they 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 couldn't pin down uh, a, a message coming from the car. It wasn't like someone saying, help, yeah. help, I'm stuck, I'm fucking freezing. Yeah. It was like a, they all heard... A mumble or something. Yeah, they or. couldn't... They couldn't they couldn't get together and decide on what they heard, but they all heard a, Something, a woman. Yeah. yeah. Um, and well, obviously she was dead. Yeah. So where did that voice come from? And they all maintain that it, that's what happened. That's not easy to explain, uh, that one. It's, I mean, bear in mind they're in a heightened state of emotion. Well, I wonder if it could be the baby, you know what I mean? If it, I know Uncon- it was unconscious, but it could it have just made a noise could, somehow? You well, know it, what I mean? That's the point. It was. They said it was unconscious when they found it. That's after they righted the car. They that's might have knocked it, yeah. the fuck out doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It might have been screaming. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, we'll go into a, another one. Um, right. This uh, This is from... I've tried to basically... With a lot of these stories and a lot of these a lot of the research that we've done there's yeah. another yapping dog outside walking yeah. around so if you can hear that i apologize but um a lot of the with the research that we do whether it be like um, on on ufos um i try to we try to get research from credible sources not yeah. just farmer giles not saying that that's not credible but we try to stick to things that yeah. have got actual sort of um a, a, a paper trail whether it be military and, and, and we're sticking to mainly in this instance uh police officers encountering strange things and the, sa- the same what i tend to do as well because i tend to watch documentaries but we've um obviously with ghost stories or or roswell or things like that um i will i will watch a few different documentaries from different uh, outlets because there's always different stories. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? It's always different stories. Now, things which are, you know, what's going on with, um, even now, even with uh, North Korea and, and America, it's the same thing. You listen, listen to different news outlets because they are biased. They are biased. You know, it's simple as. They'll yeah. go other ways and there'll be some people who believe it and there'll be some people who don't. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. So like, if you don't believe it, you don't believe it. If you believe it, you believe it. But I guess at the but, end of the day, you've got to see something with your own yeah. eyes to experience it. And there's lots of different stories, Chinese whispers from each one, which changes everything. Well, that's exactly it, which which is quite common. Yeah. Um, okay, another one here. Uh, this is uh, from somebody who was a, uh, a police officer working on a military base. Uh, he said, back when I was a cop on a uh, military base, I loved working the night shift. Doing so meant you didn't have to deal with 99% of the bullshit that day shift workers deal with and what little <clears throat> stuff we had to sort out was usually really interesting yeah 
Every building on the military base is alarmed and the alarms are connected to a main security desk. So we know the instant an alarm goes off. Uh, when we get an alarm activation, we close the base, uh, go and check the building, pull on all the doors to see if we can get in. If we can get in, we go into the building and secure it. We check all the doors and the corners to see if somebody has set the alarm off. One night, I was on patrol with my partner and we got a call to respond to an alarm activation at an elementary school. Families lived on the base and the school was there for the children. So we headed over, uh, secured the building and radioed back that it was all secure, no problems, so we kept on p patrolling. About 20 minutes later, we get another alarm activation, so we headed back to check it out. But this time, there is a maintenance door open that leads into a boiler room. We checked it out. Nobody or nothing was in there. We closed it and headed off again. After another 20 minutes, there was another alarm. Right, so you're thinking, what the fuck's yeah, going on? Is, is this yeah, a fault? What's going on? Yeah, there's some wire loose or something. Some sort of fault. Um, so there was another alarm. They responded again, and all the doors were still locked, and they couldn't get in. Uh, the boiler room door was locked, and they called in the all clear. This time, my buddy and I sit on opposite sides of the school to watch and see if somebody's yanking on the doors trying to set the alarms off. Some little bastards trying to... Well, that's what they yeah, think, yeah. but it's a military base, so it's yeah, unlikely yeah. Yeah. that there's well, someone yeah. running around. Probably be shot otherwise, wouldn't they, yeah, before? Yeah, well, exactly. But, so, but they're doing it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just they're trying to you know, cover all, all bases, no pun intended. Yeah. Um, so I so said they, they sat there and watched, but nothing happened. And right as they were about to leave, another alarm, sure enough, is set off. They informed the desk, uh, the security desk, that they'd like the building's manager on site to help secure the interior and let us in. It's now three o'clock in the morning. So basically, they want to get the geezer in. He's got all the keys. Right, let's open all the doors. And lock through the yeah, whole yeah. fucking still, building. Yeah, to stop the alarm going let's, off. Yeah. Let's search everything. So the building manager shows up, and we start doing a walkthrough. We checked all the classrooms. We checked all the maintenance room. And that's when we see one of the maintenance doors open with the lights on in the room. This maintenance room is literally the size of a closet, so it's not particularly big, probably like a riser or something yeah. between yeah, yeah, the floors yeah, yeah. with pipe <clears throat> services or whatever. They said they looked in, checked it out, and there was nobody in there except for a small, single child's footprint, a bare footprint made of water. What the fuck? It said it freaked the living hell out of us because nobody had reported a missing child and the entire building was clear and still locked up. No one left, no one entered. We checked every inch of the building, literally a three-hour deep sweep, including going into the ceiling tiles and the ceiling voids. They found nothing. That would be scary, that wouldn't it? It's imagine, an odd imagine one. Imagine that going and that. Did you walk into a room, there's just a baby's wet, wet patch of a baby's foot, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it's, and you're looking around, you can't find it. It's, at the end of the day, I'd, I'd still be like, what? Where where is this kid? He's got a, there's got to be a kid in here. Well, you would you'd well, be thinking this has to have a logical explanation. Just, yeah, the, why, why why is there just one footprint which is wet, and what, why haven't we found whatever's made that footprint? Because you you I'd be to me I'd be panicking a bit. I'd be more um I'd be more like oh it's 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 watching me or something. That's you'd how I'd feel. Yeah. I feel like it's watching me, like it's ahead of me, it's beating me. You'd want to look over your shoulder. Yeah. Uh, it's what, what I thought that was quite interesting about the the, the wet footprints or the, the footprint made of water or or a wet foot, whatever it is, it's, it's water in the shape of a footprint. Because um, that reminded me when we did the episode on the Black Monk of Pontefract, yeah, which I can't remember what that was, but episode four, whatever it was, yeah, five, and it, that involved, if you remember, the first, when it first, all, all the shit first kicked off, 
there was pools of water appearing in the kitchen. There were pools of water falling down the walls. And in, in poltergeist cases, uh, I know it sounds like I'm an expert, but clearly I'm not. But from what I've read, um, wa water forming is very common. Why? For poltergeist. Well, yeah, apparently. Apparently it is. And I also saw... Um, something very similar to but what this is describing. They usually throw shit around there as well, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but it's. I mean, if you're think if if we can if we take a, a a leap of faith here and say, all right, there's something something weirds going on. There's a ghost, whatever that means, whatever one of them is, and there's water being produced. There's a pattern emerging because yeah. there's water being reported in a lot of other cases. Well, but if a poltergeist is like well. If if it is like a ghost, is it slightly different? Is is could it be just the way it comes into existence? I, I, I don't know. I personally, I'd think of it that it can come in and out of existence rather than be there. So well, maybe could it be some weird like reaction? It could I mean? be. I don't. I don't know. But it's a bit weird. Water. That's if you if you believe in it. Personally, I don't actually believe in it. But but I I do obviously think about things like this and try and figure out if it if it could yeah. come if it could be true, which it could be because there's be. a lot of things we don't. We don't know about, so we know less. Than we how know. how how does things like that happen? Why is it just water all the time? You know what I mean? Why is it just water all the time? Exactly. What? Why? Why is that a common occurrence? Yeah. I, I saw a clip. I mean, obviously this is audio, so we can't. There's no point even playing it, and I didn't even bother telling you about it. But I'll sh I'll show you after. Um, yeah. And I'll probably, if I can, if I can remember, I'll write the. I'll put, I might link the clip up in the Facebook um, page. Paste up that uh, page update because I saw a clip of. And it was very, very similar to uh, to this uh, about a small riser. It starts off. And there's two security guys, and you can just hear bang, bang, bang. Well, actually, no. Starts off. There's like a corridor by a school. It's, well, I think it's a school. Yeah. And they're looking down it, and all the lights are on, right? And they think it's nothing is happening. And then you hear bang, 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 rhythmic banging constantly. And they, the guys are looking at each other. I think they're Spanish. I think. And they so they go down the steps with the torches, and they start walking along the corridor, and they're filming it, and at the end of the corridor, you see a door swinging open and slamming shut with real force, like, I mean, it's yeah, a metal yeah. door, bang, bang, and they look like they're shitting it, as you would be. Move, yeah, it's, uh, that ain't normal. <laughs> yeah. It's at a distance, so you can't get any sense of scale, yeah. so as they start walking closer to it, it's still going bang, bang, bang. Now, still this is nuts. one continuous piece of footage. Yeah. There's no edit. That doesn't mean it can't be faked, but, yeah. it, but it looks... It looks pretty it looks real to legit, me. Yeah. And they get closer and closer and closer. And they get about, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 feet away from me. And this door, you can see it. It's there. You can, you know, it's yeah, still yeah. going bang, bang. They get 15 foot away or so. It just stops. It just stops. And when they go up to it, it's not a big door. It's a door to a riser, like a, with like fire hoses and stuff in it. And they go up to it. They're shining the torch. The door's swinging. Oh, I don't think I'll be able to go up to oh, it. No, mate, it's spooky because yeah. they go in they, and then you look inside, but it's just a tiny little, there's nothing in there. No. There's no room. And then the lights come out. Fuck that. And then the lights come back on again and they're looking at each other and they, they try and go through. All, all the other doors are locked. So there's literally nothing. There's no, yeah. I'll, I've got, I'll try and put that in the links because it, it creeped me out. Yeah. It freaked me out. I d I've, I've, I don't think I would have gone up to the door. If I saw it slamming like that, I would have looked at the geezer next to me and gone, you've seen that as well, haven't you? Yeah. See right. ya. Bye. <laughs> Do not walk down there at all in the day. I'm not <laughs> at getting night, involved sorry. shit. Yeah. I'm not getting involved there. No way. All right. We've got another one here uh, from another state trooper. Uh, this It goes like this. Um, it was my second year as an Oregon state trooper 
Um, I was riding in a cop car with my partner and a dispatch call came through about a man holding a gun to a woman's head. So some serious shit. Classic. Some serious shit, that is. So we immediately drove over to the location. When we got there, there was a woman crying and repeating over and over, he shot me, he shot me. He didn't shoot you, we replied, but she kept screaming about her. We asked her if she had any family to go to uh, and go and stay with, and she said no, and she wouldn't allow us to take her anywhere either. So she's freaking out. Yeah. She won't go anywhere, and she's saying that she's been shot. Um, after a while, with no real issues to address, because she hasn't been shot, yeah. um, we asked if, we, if she would be okay on her own. She said yes. And since the man that she was describing wasn't seen or around, we left. So it's like a mental one, that. There's yeah, nothing, yeah. There's, they don't know if, yeah, if she's just nuts or... Exactly. It, yeah. So yeah. there's nothing they can do. So they're like, well, you haven't been shot. There's nobody there's no one here. Yeah, there's, yeah. See it's you just, later. It's just hearsay at the moment. But yeah. we're yeah. not going to have a go at you. But, yeah, you obviously freaked out. You haven't but, got a bullet hole in your head and there ain't nobody with yeah. a gun. So see you later. Yeah. Uh, at, the end, at the end of the shift, we told the other dispatch officers... Uh, about the weird call and the strange hysterical lady. One of them decided to look up the woman from our description and the location of the call. Uh, when he did, his face went pale. It turns out that that woman had died by the hands of her husband who had shot her in the head six years prior to our encounter and he had never been caught. We decided to move on and keep quiet about what we found. Right, yeah. Well, I mean, what can you do about that? I mean, that's a bit weird. But two years after the incident... I was training a rookie cop when a call came in from the same house. It was from the same woman, so I headed out there to try and find out what was really going on. Yeah. When we got there, our radio started to crackle with static. As we approached her, she simply pointed to the house and said, he's in there. So she's outside again. Yeah, this, this ghost thing's out. Well, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, person. Yeah. Yeah, it's, but... I'm assuming it's going to be a ghost, but yeah, it's a person. Yeah, well, she, she's saying he's in yeah. there. So, so we pulled out our guns and we went in. Uh, we found a man inside the house who was wanted. It was the same man who had shot the woman before. He got 20 years in prison for her murder. And we never saw or heard that woman again. And there was never a, another call from that house. Till this day, the story still haunts me. And I asked myself, was it a coincidence that we found the man or was it her pointing us? Yeah, well, her killer. she's been dead for that long and she's gone, he's still there, get him. But the thing is, the thing about that is, I, I, I reckon that's just a good story. Yeah. Because if I'd experienced the first, that's his second call to that house. And he, yeah. and he knew after the first time that it was a dead woman. So why, when he went there the second time, did he not stay with her? There's two geezers. He should yeah. have sent one in and I would have stayed with her. And yeah. I would have fucking... Kept, but it's, it's it's if it's America though, it's... it's um. You know, you, you you might need two people going in, but the thing True. is as well, <clears throat> as much as um, if someone's said, oh, do you mean yeah, that because of fire, do you mean that because of like firearms? firearms yeah. Right, yeah, but um, also the fact that you said the other geezer went pale, and this is what happened to this person. Then I I would just personally, I'd go that's just a big coincidence because because I don't believe in it. Um, I'd think that it was just just so happened to be someone else in the same situation. Who is in that house? Yeah. Which is is possible, but it's you know it's high percentage, but it's possible. So which it happens. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and there's no de- there's no denying that. Like I said, I've said before, like we both said before that you know be- before doing this podcast, I mean it's it's fun to talk about crazy weird shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean it, it is cool. It's wicked, yeah. Because some some stuff is just literally is unexplainable. But, you know, oh, it is. Yeah. But, but I thought there was nothing in any of this. But yeah. the more you look into it, the more yeah, it doesn't really matter what subject you're talking about. 
There's the, always some sort some of sort tangible of, piece of reality in it. Yeah. There some always sort of is. trait as well that each one does. Yeah. And, and patterns that seem to be occurring across immense distances around right. the world. Okay, with yeah. People ha- reporting the same things, but without knowing each other's respective stories. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit weird. Uh, another one here. Um, this is a... Obviously, we're sticking with police instances again. Uh, one day, I pulled over a man for speeding. Uh, as I was making, making my way towards the car, I got an eerie feeling to be careful, so I turned back to my squad car when suddenly out of nowhere, I felt a breeze and heard the door on the passenger side slam close. Right? As I looked in, I saw a female police officer who was about my age sitting in the passenger seat. I had not radioed for backup and I didn't see any other squad cars around and there's no way she got out of the other vehicle, the one he was checking, since he'd just left it. He had a police dog in the car. He says his police dog was going berserk and snapping and growling at the female police officer. I said, hello, may I help you? Uh, And she said, he has a gun by his seat. I turned for a split second to make sure the car was still there and when I turned back, she had vanished I went towards the car and arrested the man on the scene. When I searched the seat, when I searched in the car, I found on the seat the gun that she was describing exactly where she said. When I took him in, I learned that they had been looking for that guy for a murder of a young female police officer who murdered 20 years ago. He was sentenced to life in prison for his crimes. Later that night, I was playing catch with the dog when a female police officer came walking over to me and said, thank you. Uh, he turned apparently and said, no, thank you. I told her that she may have saved my life. Yeah. And she said, I was only doing my job. He would have killed you with the same gun he used on me. You've brought me peace. After that, she walked away. I haven't seen the officer again, but there are officers who come in after a night shift and from time to time sort of spooked, stating that a strange person, another police officer, would appear and warn them of, I suppose, you could call them future Impending carnage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think about that one? That's a bit weird, isn't it? The thing is, when she walked past as well, I'd be like, how do you know, well, not how do you know where I live, but wherever they were. But I'd be like, when she goes, oh, it's okay, thank you, Um, I'm I'm in peace now. I'd be like, hang on a second, what do you mean by that? (laughs) Let me get my my camera out and take a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, what what do you mean by that? That's that's very cryptic. Well, it's it's quite interesting because there are cases where, um, uh, I mean, we could probably do an episode on it, where uh, p- police forces have used information from, uh, I mean, paranormal Psychics. sources. Yeah, to, to help prove and, and catch and find people who are missing, catch murderers. It's been done. Yeah, yeah. In America, they they still have a psychic um, consultant people yeah. and stuff like that. It's, so. it, it has been done. So it's difficult to dismiss it because it's be, it's been used to prosecute people in the court of law and put yeah. them in prison. If there was nothing to it, you'd throw it out and say, that's that's just rubbish. I can't rely on that it's, evidence. Yeah, it's, it's strange, isn't it? Because it's, it's, it's just so odd, you know what I mean? That yeah. someone could go, well, I think the body's here and I, I saw the weapon was this. Just from sitting down and talking to him, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they just know. Strange. It's picking up on some form of in- information somewhere that we're not 
Is it that or they're just extremely good detectives? Just fucking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, they're just they're doing this, their job yeah. really well. Yeah, you so well they'll go, I'm pretend it's uh I, I can see it happening. <laughs> they're so efficient, they don't even have to leave the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh the body's so in that good. well. The body's in that well, the geezer's about forty five mile away in a, in a blue fiesta. <laughs> Arrest him. He's got a gun by him, just 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 shoot him. I just know, I just know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, another one here. Uh another all police officers again. Uh, this wasn't a call I was responding to, but I was just driving around at night and I observed a vehicle parked in the middle of a church car park. This was night, so I figured maybe there were some kids in there doing whatever kids do. So I pulled up to the car from the side and saw that there was nobody in the vehicle. I then drove round to the back of the vehicle and positioned my car behind it so I could run a number plate check. Maybe somebody had stole it and dumped it in the parking lot. Yeah. Normal. I mean, that, you know, that sounds like complete standard procedure. Does, yeah. Nothing weird. So he's behind it in a car park in the dark. He's got his computer out and he's having a look or he's doing whatever he does need to check. So he started to run the plate check uh, and I looked up at the car through the back window and I kid you not, there was a person in the front seat looking at me through the rear view mirror. This is something you notice as a cop because yeah. when you do a traffic stop, you can tell how intently somebody is really watching you inside your car and the possibility is if they're going to try and do something crazy. Yeah, yeah. And this geezer's obviously looking with intent back yeah, at Yeah, him. he's going like, look, yeah, so he's going, this geezer's got something to hide. Yeah. Well, he said, I got an arse shit moment of, I didn't see there was anybody inside that car because he was up, it was just up alongside yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he drove up directly next to the car to reassure himself of what he saw, and there was nobody in the car. He said, chills immediately ran down my back, and when I, and then I got the fuck out of there. When I did check the plate later in the night, the, the, the car was gone, and there was nothing on the plate check. So it just like it didn't exist in a way? Yeah, yeah. He said, I don't know exactly what I saw, but I was pretty freaked out. Me and my partners used to sit in that church car park on quiet nights because it's tucked away and you can just relax. And he said, I've not been back since. I mean, maybe he was mistaken. But, yeah. but it's, you can't say a police officer hallucinated a car. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's ridiculous. You might be able to hallucinate maybe something quickly running past the tree or something. You go, I thought I saw something there. Well, everyone sees that, don't yeah, they? What's yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, a whole car and someone in it. Yeah, and ran a plate check on it. it was not there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? Ma cr maybe, maybe that's like a. Uh, I mean, there's things called time slips where um, you know past or future events suddenly show themselves in your time. Like people have gone into shops before and like gone into like a you know just a, like a news agent or something, and it's and it's been Victorian <laughs> when they've gone inside. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then they oh. go back out, gone back in, and it's normal again. Maybe it was that. It's tripping. That's another one I want to do. Time slips. Maybe he's on LSD. LSD, yeah. That's the one. LSD. Getting smacked up on his night shift. Yeah, good on him. I think this is... Uh, is that, this might, oh, no. Yeah, this is our last, our last story. Let's have, a, let's have a look at this one. Uh, this is another police officer. He was dispatched to an old building that had been converted into a doctor's office. Bob. Right. Bob. Bob. Not his real name. Just says Bob. Not his real name. Uh, and his partner arrived to meet up with the key, the building key holder. So the geezer was going to let him in, basically. They entered the building and went up to the second floor to investigate where a motion sensor had gone off. After clearing the office, they returned to the hall to find all the previously secured doors and office windows were wide open. Clearing and securing each office again, they headed back down to meet with the key holder, only to discover that he wasn't there. He's gone. Yeah. So Bob 
called dispatch to get the number of the key holder so he could be so he could update him on the situation. So he's come down and gone, Where's the geezer? Oh, we yeah. just need to let him know that it's all secure now. So he's called up the dispatch to let him know. Uh, but dispatch informed Bob that it wasn't possible that they had met with the key holder yet because he had not arrived and was still five minutes away. Okay. Right? When the real key holder arrived, it was a woman. Okay, and the geezer he was seen was a bloke. Yeah. Bob described the man that he had uh, seen and who had let him into the building. The keyholder stated that uh, it sounded like Bob was describing a doctor who used to lease that office but had committed suicide several oh. days before. Dun, 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 dun. That's freaky, that is, isn't it? Yeah, man. Oh, imagine that. They go, he, he committed suicide, but he just let you into the... He's like, What's going on? Yeah, man. You, I mean, is she just fucking with him? Maybe. Maybe. You never know. Maybe. Still, that's a bit. That's a bit. A bit of a high fuckery, isn't it? Saying shit yeah. like that. I'm assuming that the the the, the keyholder woman wasn't messing around. No, no, no. No, she would. She yeah, well, she would have said it as it is. Why would she go? Oh, no, I don't know who he is. Hmm, exactly. She wouldn't just get randomly out the blue. Oh yeah, it was a doctor committed suicide. Yeah, you know what I mean. Whoa. Have you ever seen anything crazy, Rob? Um, I don't think so. I've I've seen some things like in the sky and stuff. I'm, not I, a ghost. I, no, I don't, I don't think I've seen. As far as I know, I don't think I've seen a ghost, unless I was too young to realise or anything like that. I've seen um, a couple of times. I say ghost, but because I can't, I can't be sure that what it is. Yeah, but I've seen. I mean, that's why I mentioned uh, Dominic at the beginning of the episode uh, to contact us and let us know their creepy shit that went on in their house because we we stayed in that house. I I, I think uh, fucking years ago. And um, uh, me and Maria saw saw something while I was playing on a piano in there. We were just bodging away on the... There was no one in the house. Everybody right. was in, who was in the house had gone into the garden. Yeah. They walked past us and uh, were just having a... I, don't, I can't remember what it... Barbecue, beer, whatever it was. And they were doing whatever they were doing. And we were in the house. And we were probably eight years old, ten years old. We, right. were, we were only young. Yeah. And, and when I look back on it, it's the kind of thing that I would... Um, Totally dismissed now. Yeah. If I was by myself. Yeah, yeah. But because I wasn't by myself, I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't dismiss it. Or, no, it's not that I can't dismiss it. I have to acknowledge it. Yeah. That it did happen. Something no. happened because yeah. there was two memories of it. And we both seen, we yeah, both, both, no, both saw something. We yeah. both saw and responded at exactly the same time. But we were just bodging around on the piano, just playing as kids do. And a shadow, this, this is what it was. There was like a lamp. Play, like coming over where the music sheet is in front of you, right? And a shadow just went across, across. Well, that's how I perceived it to come across the, in the front. Yeah, the 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 book where yeah. you were looking at the notes. Yeah, whether it was cast from behind, I can't see how that could have occurred because the light was in front of us. Right, but I don't know what's going on. But something moved and it caught my attention, and I immediately stopped. And exactly the same time Maria did, she she stopped and looked at me, and we both sort of said, "Did you see that?" And, yeah. And we just fucking stopped. Fucking legs it outside. Because we knew that, yeah. And we just went outside. <laughs> just I, st- I still remember that now. I mean, I might remember the details slightly different. I'll, I'll speak to Maria, but we, we definitely, um, that, that, that did occur. But it didn't, it didn't, just didn't really scare me. No, it, it, it just start, started you because you didn't, you didn't, you didn't it think it was a ghost basically straight away. You just thought, what the fuck was that in a way? Yeah. And uh, there was a one more incident that I, that I had, and it was with another person as well. Um, uh, and we were working, doing night shifts in uh, Birmingham University. Now, <clears throat> for people around the world, England's got a lot of fucking old buildings. It's yeah, a lot of the universities are like like 
18, 17 hundred. Well, there's, there's a pub. Yeah. There's a pub down the road from the sixteen hundreds. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking ancient. Yeah, they like they literally are like two, three hundred years old. There's buildings that you regularly go into that are older than America, really. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So they've got there's there's universities which are like like sixteen odd, mm-hmm. sixteen, fifteen century, yeah, yeah, yeah. where they've got buildings which were used are now unis, mm-hmm. and massive laboratories and stuff. Yeah. Well, we were working at um in a in a li- well, we were working under a library in a basement. It was creepy because it was we had to do it at night, yeah. so there was no one around because it was just gonna make a fuckload of noise and get in people's ways. Um, so we were working in the basement at night. It's very creepy. There's it's it's stone walled. It's very high ceilings. It's quite echoey. And there is there was one security guard, if I remember rightly, in the area that we were working, and that area was big, so he wasn't around. Yeah. And this this one instance, me and uh, this lad, we gone up to. It wasn't even really like a cafe. It was uh, just a, a massive room um, with drinks machines in. Like so a hall, in yeah, a way. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. a big hall. Really, really, really high ceilings, you know, quite majestic-looking type of place. And we were, we were in there having, having a drink, chatting away. And in the room, because there's no doors, and this, it's like a big open sort of plan, but there was like um, brick walls sort of segregating certain areas. Right. And because it's really big and echoey, there was this massive bang. I mean, there was no denying the bang. We both yeah, yeah. heard it and looked at each other. What the yeah, fuck was that? It wasn't like a little noise, like a... Like a, like a no, it was like it was a, colossal. No, Yeah, yeah and it yeah. went like that. It was like yeah. fucking bang. Yeah, and you're like, what the fuck? Everyone's turning around. And if, we, there was, if, if that room was full, everyone would have turned around and gone, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you would, have heard, you would have heard it, you know, quite a distance away because yeah. there was nobody in the yeah, building. Yeah. It echoed. So we got up. Um, and immediately looked at each other and, and ran into that room. We were in that room um, no more than seven seconds, maybe ten seconds after the bang. And when we went in, there was a chair on its back rocking from side to side. So all the chairs, if you could imagine around the tables, all stand just like normal chairs. They're yeah. all upright, as if yeah, you can yeah, see yeah. on it. This one had, was... Some... I don't know. It might have been balanced. I don't know. But it, it, there was a chair on its back. It fell over, rocking from side to side. Swear Rocky to God, now. I swear to God. Well, what, how how would you explain that if you, if you well, didn't so think it was a ghost or or something else? How would you explain that? I'm I'm assuming the my the only thing I can think of is that we were both on acid and it didn't happen, or <laughs> or there was a ghost, or somebody had um, maybe balanced a chair against a, a table whilst cleaning the floors, and it just so happened to fall yeah, when just, we were there. Yeah. But there was no reason for... I couldn't understand how, yes. it, that's how a, it was there. It's yeah. another one of them, isn't it, where you go... F- you I walk in, you go... Um, uh, you look at your, your mate and you go, oh, fuck this, close that door, walk away. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very nice. It was. Yeah. Um, we, didn't, we didn't really even talk about it that much. We was like, what the fuck is that? We undenied it for the rest of the night. Yeah. I spoke about it the next night and then that was it. But it, it creeped me out because yeah. this was a huge library and there's books in there that are fucking... Old as the hills, you know. No, Junie's books have books like fucking like three hundred years old. Yeah, older than that. They have books which are like nearly a thousand. Some of them. So, like, if if ghosts are real, whatever they are, um, it's it seems like a plan. If they are just dead people wandering around, that sounds that's why I'm laughing because it sounds crazy. Well, you'd imagine that old buildings have had more people in them. Maybe they're more susceptible, or or are. Are ghosts maybe something like um, an echo of the past? Yeah, yeah, they could be, couldn't they? Maybe it's just maybe time, be a repeat- time slip, like you're saying. Time repeating itself, just some sort of how, mad- how I how I'd like to think of it is is 
if you die, um, you go into a different dimension. So your body's gone, but you're still there, but only with the people, only with people who have died as well. Your consciousness has moved on. Yeah, so you're still there, so to speak, but you can't see your family who are still alive, but you're just carrying on, but in the same sort of thing, but somewhere else. It's but possible. Who knows? Yeah. We'll all find out one day. Well, we Jesus will, found we out. Oh, God, yeah. He can come back, then not he? So, um, so why didn't he tell him? Why didn't he tell him what happened when he came back? He said, when he came back, he should have gone, fucking hell, you know, I spoke to God. He, he, he put me back, the bastard. <laughs> he wants me to get killed again. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not. I don't really know what even what happened. I know that he was put in a tomb and then he woke up three days but later. He, maybe he wasn't dead. He got he got executed, didn't they? So they they basically executed him. They put him in some sort of cave, didn't they? And then uh, I think was it the Friday they killed him. Saturday he was in the cave. Isn't that called Good Friday? Shouldn't that be really shit Friday? Yeah, this, this isn't a Good Friday. Yeah, I mean I don't know. Well, I... And then and then the Sunday he resurrected apparently. He came uh, back from the dead. Yeah. Zombie. I think so. I think he was yeah a zombie for the next ten years. I believe zombie Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Walking Dead. Yeah, man. Well, that's the um, that's the episode, I think. Yeah, ladies and episode, gentlemen. Episode what? Uh, uh, tw- Eleven, twelve, 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 twelve. Yeah, thinking out. And episode thirteen. Oh, episode thirteen. Yeah, we might have to do the number thirteen. Yeah, I think I think that might might have to happen, mightn't it? Yeah, we've got we've got un- a few unlucky plans. thirteen. Yeah, yeah. That could yeah. just be in. Well, we can't talk about it because we're gonna have to do that. Yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah, thirteen. Yeah. yeah. Okay, people. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to contact us, we got Gmail, which is robotsforeyes at gmail dot com, and uh, obviously our Facebook page, which is uh, at robotsforeyes podcast. If you want to let us know, if you want to write an, a, a review on iTunes, that would be really yeah, that handy. would be good because it boosts boosts us up. Um, be as honest as you can. You yeah. know what I mean. Uh, be as fair as you can as well. <laughs> well, depends how fair you want to be. Yeah. If it's bad if it's, fair, if it's bad fair, fuck <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs> if it's good fair, yeah. we'll send you some free stickers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll send you some free stickers. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. They're still available. We've sent some some of them out. So, um, if you want some stickers, let us know, uh, and we'll get them sent out free of charge. Give us some stories if you think if you can think of something uh, that which is odd um, that you've heard about, um, and you can tell us. What the name of it is, we'll have a research into it and see what we can conjure up and uh, bring it towards a podcast. We're doing this for for our enjoyment and for your enjoyment. And the more you get involved, including Mr. or Mrs. Australia, who's downloading everything and still not getting in contact. Yeah, Mrs. Imagine if it was Mrs. Australia. That'd be immense. (laughs) That would be immense. And somebody in Japan, maybe Miss Japan. Miss Japan, yeah. Get away from Korea. Yeah, get out, yeah. Fucking go away from there, and everybody in North Korea, uh, God bless you. Yeah, God bless you. Let's let's hope this all gets sorted out and uh, something happens to uh, your your leader and life gets better for you because yeah, it doesn't sound very nice. I'm afraid to say. So next episode is number thirteen. Hopefully that doesn't mean bad luck and Armageddon. It could, yeah, we might. <laughs> that might be what we were talking about. We might be talking yeah. to, to about four people left in the world. Yeah. We're, we're sort of like half like radioactive zombie things. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Could be fun. It could be. All right, people. <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks Thank for downloading. You. Get in contact. You want free stickers? We'll send you some out, and we'll see you next time. See Ta-da. you later. Crack cushions.